0: 7 o'clock. Good morning, Pyle. Jim along with the Buckeye boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. As bad as Denver played yesterday, such as a win of that game. But hey,
1: Russ needs to throw down the field more. He needs to be more aggressive, right? That's what we've heard yeah. the last... Uh, how long was the winning streak? Five games? Five so what games. We've heard the last six weeks... Well, he needs to be yeah, more aggressive. Yeah. It's not enough to win. You got to throw the ball down the field because that's what Russ used to. Oh, um,
0: oh, it's picked off. Now, I will I honor. will say in his defense and on that. The
1: second pick was a hell of a play. Yeah. And, that's
0: that. and the one early on to Corlin sudden, Corlin, there was the one that was a tough play. And then he throws deep again in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Corlin, you got to make that catch. <laughs> I mean, pretty much any right in the hands. Yeah, would have been about a you know fifty yard gainer. That kind of helps to set the tone early on in that game. But th- that's a tough loss to take because now you're six and six. Essentially, the Texans have like a two game lead on you because mm. they have the tiebreaker. Yeah, the head to head. is gonna hurt. And so that hurts. And now the margin of error is pretty much non-existent for the Broncos. Yeah, it's razor thin. So if you got some thoughts it about helps, yesterday, though, that
1: Cleveland's yeah. going to fall out of the playoff race here in about six days.
0: Yeah. Um, your boy Joe Flacco um, wasn't his no, fault. It wasn't his fault. He, he, he played gave,
1: perfectly he, fine. He
0: gave him. He gave me. Yeah, he gave him a shot. For being... Through the late, through the late pick, though. But. Yeah.
1: That was not a great call, but for being in country for two weeks... Not bad. You can tell why people keep calling that guy. Like, he was fine. Defense was optional. You know, not having Denzel Ward really hurts. Because then they have five guys in the secondary who shouldn't be pros out there having to cover cup and nakua and all sorts of other things with matthew stafford who for some reason is invincible against the browns no matter where he's playing yeah I, it's neither here nor there
0: i'm not bitter though <laughs> no doesn't sound like it it was just disappointing to see the broncos who did a good job against the run against mm-hmm. and pierce they, they did a nice job in that department. On what, 41 yards? Yeah. But they gave up too many explosive plays. That hurt. Uh CJ Stroud played well yesterday. Rooks yeah, good. Rooks good. Yeah. That kid's a dog. Rooks East good. Boys. He's a gamer. Watching so.
1: that game, there's a whole lot of CJ Stroud just zing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever it was is wide open. What was it? Nico Collins. <laughs> don't bother to put a body on that guy or anything.
0: Yeah, no. Don't worry about that. No. You know, um, it was it? I forgot who it got whistled for the hit on on Russ. It was one of the guys in the secondary. That was a, that was a tough call. Where Russ goes to slide mm-hmm. and hits him just as Russ starts to go to the ground uh, i don't know if you caught the gene steritor comments mm, i think i missed that one steritor is kind of like i don't know what the guys the defender's supposed to do there yeah he goes we have it basically he said we've got a problem and this is gene steritor your mm-hmm. officiating expert who's going to have a side of the officials going we've got a problem with how we're calling this speaks to what cody's talked about right of how we're calling personal foul penalties how we're calling some of these plays where we're expecting guys to react in the blink of an
1: eye and Gene territory is less in the bag than say walt anderson yes. for nbc who the official could be facing the other way and he <laughs> <laughs> would still be like well you know he's in a good spot there and your mistakes happen well he's covering both eyes and he's facing the right. wrong direction but still he still, still missed that but, he, but i oh, just make so you know, play it's, and a, a, it's a tough
0: job yeah it's a tough job guys nor is the
1: dean blandino who's just kind of a tool so when gene stare is saying it that's a problem and i i do kind of agree i don't even kind of agree i fully agree that there are problems with this rule now there are times where it's obvious Kareem Jackson hit somebody, he probably is headhunting because that's, yes, that's that's his resume. I'm sorry, Cody. And it's,
0: and it's different. But that's his
1: resume. Expecting the defenders to see into the future when the quarterback is going to slide or be pressing enough to know that as soon as I get to within this halo, they're going to slide in split seconds, I think, is not doing any justice. But the NFL doesn't want defense. They want offense. So they're not going to really change anything. If anything, it's going to get worse.
0: Unfortunately. And for the Broncos, they had a tough time slowing down that, that pass rush. Will Anderson was really good. Oh, jeepers, Boy, he was good. wasn't he? Boy, he was good. And then Russ throws three picks. Season-high three picks. Mm-hmm. And some of that was trying to force the ball down the field. So, this, of course, the last one was the game-ending pick in the end zone.
1: Yeah, it needed that pass, too. But so that's what – that one's not so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you, you had to make a play there. Yeah.
0: You had, you had to, he had to try to do something. Denver shouldn't have put themselves in that position where it came down to shouldn't that. Shouldn't
1: have been in that position at all. No, You know, so, yeah, it's one of those, like, okay. I'm not one... going to
0: blame him for that one because he's got to make a play there. He's got to right. do something. He,
1: he, it's the end of the game. And all he could do was really just loft it up. So.
0: And hope somebody could come up with it. 50-50 ball kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it and it obviously didn't go that way. But I mean, there were there were a lot of problems yesterday. Pass protection, once again. Well reared its ugly head. Um
1: Or not really, if or, you, you want to watch Russ be chased around all afternoon yeah. by Will Anderson. Yeah. So about that Garrett Bowles.
0: Oh, he's playing well. No
1: nah. offensive line wasn't great. Third
0: down was terrible yesterday. They were over eleven.
1: Not to oh. not to sound like a homer, this just shows you how battered Miles Garrett was last week. Because there's no one on the Texas defense that's as good as Miles Garrett, and they were all in Russ's house. Yes. So that kind of is like, oh, look at how well he played again. Well, Miles Garrett was out there on three quarters of one arm. So that also helped out a lot. But, man, the Texans it's early, right? They're only 12 games, 13 games into the tenure, but the process is looking like it's working for the Texans. CJ Stroud and Will Anderson, two, three overall. That's pretty good. We're doing all right. DeMigo Ryan's got something going there.
0: He does. And look, even with yesterday's loss, and Mike Florey wrote about this. Remember the infamous Sean Payton comments to the guy from USA Today about the Jets? Oh, the Nat hack? Yeah. Yeah. Even with yesterday's loss, and not that John Payton should have ever said what he did. He should have made sure he was off the record. Mm -hmm. He's kind of turned out to be right the way things have gone. Even though Aaron Rodgers' injury certainly afforded the opportunity for the Jets to really suck. But he's been kind of right in regard to how they've not been been able to coach up Zach Wilson nearly Mm -hmm. well enough. That's Nathaniel Hackett being involved in that process
1: and i'm not to discount what you're saying but it's not like sean payton read the tarot cards right he's listing off the lottery numbers that were announced last night in this interview because we all saw this last year that if you don't get aaron Rodgers, nathaniel heck can't do anything with it so it's hey. not like he's coming out there and reading the tea leaves and be like you know But he also said
0: that though before rogers ever got hurt
1: that's true but as soon as Rogers went down, you're like, "Jesse's gonna suck this year" gonna, because of Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah,
0: right. So and, and that's and that's where they are. He's 100 percent right. But it was an interesting piece about how, yeah, he shouldn't have said it, but he's kind of turned out to be right, and he's been. Well, he right we said by, that
1: at the time. Yeah, it's like that's, he's not he's, wrong. Yeah, I
0: don't think we we agreed. I shouldn't have said that publicly, yeah. but we agree with the only with issue the in, we had issue was with, with the intent of what he was saying. Yeah, don't say that out loud. Yeah, don't. You're right. Don't say that. So,
1: yeah, but the Jets are, man, the Jets
0: suck. You know who else
1: sucks? Patriots.
0: Yeah, they're really bad. they suck. They're really bad. We'll go around the NFL later on. So, got spots, reaction to the Broncos losing. Reaction to the college football playoffs. You've not heard. Here's your four. Last year, the four, by the way. You've been
1: offline for the last 24
0: hours. (laughs) Michigan's number one. Sorry, Buckeye. (laughs) Uh, the the Big Ten game played Thanks play for that, nothing. The by the, the Big way, Big Ten game. Oh, what what? <laughs> you've Can't seen help the, a brother you, out, huh? You've seen that offense. Come on. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, People pouring bleach in their eyes, trying to watch that game. And and for them to try to say Deacon, oh, Deacon Hill's got some arm talent, does he? Really? He's got arms. <laughs> He's okay. got an arm, <laughs> and he throws with it. I will say though, um,
1: that that number four kid. I don't know who it is. Have you seen the play? You probably know the play. Like he whiffed on the punt return
0: or whatever. Yes.
1: And goes skidding into the end zone on his belly and then still saves the touchdown for yes. a player, two. That's awesome. Everybody should want that kid on their team. He should probably play more offense. Whoever it is. He should probably be the quarterback, running back, whatever.
0: Oh, I'm trying to remember. It's, uh Because that... Man, that team sucks.
1: Their offense. I remember who that was. I remember who that was. Worst offensive team: Patriots,
0: Jets, or Iowa? Iowa. (laughs) Iowa's terrible. Ettringer? I don't. I think it might be Ettringer. I'm not sure. I I, sounds right. I believe that's he's a backup DB. Yeah. It
1: was very DK Metcalf ish.
0: Yeah. But you're. you're, Yeah, it's Iowa. It's not even close. And Mm -hmm. the game played out the way I thought it would. Iowa would be tough early on. Defense, because that's a hell of a defense, even yeah. though Michigan's defense, a higher-ranked defense in terms of a lot of numbers. But, but Iowa's defense made it tough early on. J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corman, those guys, had had a you know, tough time getting things going. Of course, Iowa mm-hmm. then goes down, and they, they get some really good field position. They get down to the 40, and they fumble it. And then you just felt like, okay, he got when it got to ten nothing. You're going. They're not coming back.
1: Yeah, it's that like, is yes, like that's over. like
0: that's like being up thirty to nothing, when it's Iowa with
1: with three yeah. minutes left.
0: Yeah, there was just you're going. Well, oh, that's that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. This game's over. So here's your college football. Well, well, before we'll get, talk more about it coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Michigan number one against number four Alabama. That's uh, your Rose Bowl matchup on January first. Then your other semifinals, number two, Washington against number three, Texas. That's going to be a fun game. It should be. Florida State's undefeated. Mm-hmm. So the Jordan-Travis thing is the end-all, be-all, The why they, they're they not in? Because they're not going to be good enough to compete? Apparently. Yeah, no, it's exactly what they're saying. Yeah, that... You're not sorry, you're not good enough.
1: And I think the thing that people need to wrap their head around a little more or a little better about the CFP is this is not a merit based
0: championship. No. This is a television show. Absolutely it is. How do you leave out Georgia? How do you how do you let's that's, that's where I was that's where I was going next. I, I said last week, if the SEC championship game is close, mm-hmm. and let's say because if Alabama loses, it's two losses. They're done. Right. They had to win, but let's say what happened happened on Saturday, mm-hmm. where they they end up losing or end up losing a close game. They lose by three, with a lot of guys out. Right. How do you keep them out? It's their first loss of the season. How do you keep them out? Defending national champions. It's their first
1: loss in like two and a half years.
0: How do you keep them out? There's not an explanation good enough for me from the CFP committee to keep George out. Nope.
1: There's not. And for me... It's, it's, It's laughable. They backed themselves into a corner because they put Alabama in. Because then at that point... Well, if you put alabama in as a one-loss conference champion you have to put texas in because texas beat alabama in tuscaloosa so there's two spots taken already and now you're left with three undefeated conference champions and the two-time national champions with one loss yeah for two spots so you're looking at four teams for two spots and there's no way you're leaving michigan out not with the way they won that game
0: no no, and there's no way.
1: Washington is undefeated. And again, you go back to the television show aspect. Look, it, it's the final throws of the Pac-12.
0: Do now they get someone in? How
1: they go out. And so then they put Washington in. And Georgia and Florida State, all these other teams are stuck on the outside looking in.
0: Yeah, I, I just, that's why it'll be, it'd be good to have 12 teams. But mm-hmm. once again, we talked about this the other day. I did with, with Cake. This is part of the fun, though, of a four-team playoff. Yeah. Because to me, and, and Beetleman and I did our podcast last week, he feels like there'll be every bit as much of conversation about a 12-team playoff. I, I, I disagree. It'll be about seating. Mm-hmm. It'll be about numbers 13 and 14. But it won't be like this. There's only four seats at the table. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is where somebody's going to get bit here. Well, I applaud it. I think it's good to have 12 teams. I'm mm-hmm. number one. From a competitive standpoint, it yeah. makes sense. It's fair because now, you know, Georgia doesn't get screwed, Florida State doesn't get screwed. They're mm-hmm. in, but it makes for better conversation for what for what we do, because yeah. you can you can say, well, what 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 about Florida State? They did what they were supposed to do. They won the conference championship. They won the ACC. Mm-hmm. They were the backup quarterback. And i A- not. And, and, and we don't know how they're going to do if they get the playoffs. Yeah, it's you. You start without having Travis. Yes, they're probably not going to. It's going to be difficult for them to win. But that it's. But that's not what this is about. It's about they're undefeated. They did what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's available, not available.
1: Right. Like they're not going to hold out. The Eagles, or the Niners in the playoffs of the nfl because their quarterback is jalen
0: hurts gets injured
1: right well sorry eagles that (laughs) sucks buddy next man up i'm not dead in the middle between you and beetle i kind of lean beetles way on this where as long as there's the tv show and there's not a definitive win based way into the playoffs there's always going to be the discussion. Now, but the discussion, not to this level, though. Not to this level, but not. It may get there at some point. Yeah. Because we had two for so long. You're like, well, I have four. Is it really? And now look where it's at. So, again, they probably should have stair stepped it up to go from four to 12 is a big jump. For me, the discussion now is going to surround does Oklahoma State get in a 12 team field? And and there, season, and there
0: will you know. be those conversations, and I'm, and there, they're just not, farther down the table. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not saying there won't be conversation. Mm-hmm. There will be about seating and and the 13th and 14th teams yeah. and things like that, the bubble teams. But it's not going to be like this, where you could say, well, you know, what about Oregon? Lost another close game. Mm-hmm. Lost their their two losses. Yeah. are six points this season to Washington. Yep. What what about Oregon? One uh, at Washington, one neutral site. Yep, right. Yes, in the Pac-12 title game. Florida State undefeated. Mm-hmm. Georgia, fitting national champion, loses by three in the SEC championship game. They're left out. Yep. I, I mean, there's th- those the 12 team field will cover those because mm-hmm. those those teams would all be in.
1: But as long as there's not a on paper formula for determining the playoffs, yes. there's always going to be discussion, and that's where there's the problem and that's where the nfl like if the broncos miss the playoffs nobody's gonna be like broncos deserve to be in well they don't because they didn't they, make
0: it they didn't yeah they didn't they, they didn't know, win enough games as a wild card fat nobody
1: based way in
0: yes and there should be that formula moving forward
1: i hope they just put something on paper you know be I mean? nice like you have your four major conferences you win one of those you're a buy that should be easy enough, but it's not going to be that way. Because, because I, I look it's at a TV show.
0: I look at outside. Okay, because say if there's twelve teams, your last your last three, okay, your last four, mm-hmm. and the final rankings, Missouri is number nine, or what? They went what? Lost two games, I believe. Sounds right. Penn State lost lost two games. I Forgot Ole Miss. I think they're like a two loss team. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Ole Miss. Oklahoma. Sorry, Lane Kiffin. I mean, I think LSU lost three. Mm-hmm. I and mean, then Arizona was surging at the end. Right. You know, they'd be the hot team mm-hmm. on the hot streak. And you could talk about, well, what about, what about Arizona? But, but the LSU, I, I can't sit here and say, well, boy, if L- LSU, they should get in. And, boy, they what damage could they do? I mean, Jaden Daniels, yeah, okay, maybe. But I just don't think there's anybody that you're going – 13 14 15 maybe arizona like i said because they got hot at the end you go well what about arizona i don't think anybody's gonna have this the arizona got totally job by not being in even next year Does it say this year is next year is anybody gonna be wildcat fans would be probably screaming yeah but, probably but i think for the most of us we'll go. yeah it's a nice season arizona you guys you guys played yourself into contention, mm-hmm. but you didn't. You, you didn't do well you enough. Didn't get the job done. Didn't get the job done, and I don't think anybody's going to be saying that. Same with LSU. Sorry, LSU. Some of us, like me, thought you might win the national championship. Mm-hmm. We were wrong. You don't deserve to be there. I think right now, if this if this was next year, there would be very little debate. I think. Does Oklahoma deserve to be in? They would be right now according to this poll they would be in
1: and that's and that's just next year right i mean yeah. there have been times where even with the fourteen playoff you're like there's only three teams they're really, really good enough to be there you know? so i think it
0: there's ebbs and flows to it well that's true yeah you know, there'll be years that'll be you know mm-hmm. chock full of really good teams and
1: but i think and, once people kind of get the feeling of all right these are the 10 teams that are going to be in the bottom two spots with eight teams available that could rise could yeah rise to the level where we're getting today
0: all right just so just for your thoughts today good the bad the ugly on, on the Broncos' last year, yesterday also college football playoffs as well who got shafted more Florida State or Georgia I'm
1: gonna well, say Florida State
0: they went undefeated yeah as much as I want to say Georgia it's Florida State went undefeated mm-hmm they did what they were supposed to do.
1: They they did the JT Barrett-Cardale-Jones thing that Ohio State did and got in for.
0: Yeah. And this year, 2023, though, they're being punished yep. for having a backup quarterback.
1: And I think that's the problem people have with the committee is they're not consistent one year to the next of what count. And that's the problem with rotating the committee, too, right, is from one year to the next there's no continuity on what constitutes a viable cfp team and not
0: being undefeated should mean something mm-hmm. you're in a power five conference it should mean something to win your conference championship and do the backup quarterback and, and go undefeated yeah all right 722 so uh it's monday the good the bad the ugly Send it our way. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340. Time for what's happening. What's happening? Brought to you by Comwest, your technology service partner. They help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. One call, one team, one goal. Helping your business grow. They can help you with surveillance, new business phone systems, cybersecurity, and network support. They're your technology service partner. Call them today at ComWest 970 242 or go to ComWest Corp. Uh, com, uh, excuse me. Try that again with the website address. You can go to ComWestCorp.com to get more details. All right. Lead things off with the Broncos yesterday. The Broncos' path of playoffs got a whole lot tougher after losing it to Houston on Sunday. Denver drops to 6-6 six and six after falling to the Texans 22-17 as Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson threw a game-inning interception in Houston's end zone. Did for coach Sean Payton says several things went wrong in the loss.
2: We gave up explosives. That was something we talked about defensively. There, there weren't a lot of things we did real well, and, and that starts with us. It starts with me as the head coach. We didn't coach very well today, and that'll have to improve.
0: Wilson threw for 186 yards along with a touchdown pass and a touchdown run, but also at a season-high three interceptions. Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud threw for 274 yards and a touchdown as Houston moves to 7-5. and five. The loss snaps Denver's league-best five-game winning streak as they head to L.A. to face the Chargers Sunday. Pre-game starts at noon with a 2.25 kickoff on the Team Sports Network. Tonight on the team, Cincinnati plays at Jacksonville. Pre-game at 5.30 for that one. College football playoffs, four teams announced yesterday, and your college football playoffs look like this. January 1st at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. It's number one Michigan and It's number four Alabama. The other semifinal game is in New Orleans. In the All-State Sugar Bowl, it'll be number 2 Washington against number 3 Texas. Florida State went undefeated. They were left out of the college football playoffs. A tired Avalanche team dropped a 4-1 game Sunday in L.A. against the Kings. Colorado's playing their third game in four nights as they end their road trip 0-1 and 2. Avs defenseman Josh Manson scored the lone Colorado goal as Cale McCarr set out the game with an unspecified injury. The loss puts the Avalanche with a one-point lead over Dallas for first place in the Central Division. The Colorado mesa men's basketball team completed a road weekend sweep of Colorado Mines and eighth-ranked Metro State. Friday night, the Mavericks defeated the Ordiggers 86-79 with Trevor Baskin's 27 points leading the way. Saturday night, CMU knocked off eighth-ranked Metro State 85-82 as Mac Renneker's Twenty points paced the Mavs. Last year we started at zero and two in the league, and to go and get to at home, and then to go and get two wins on the road against two teams that will absolutely be in the mix the whole year. So uh, it was an exciting game, and I uh, thought we played well this weekend and, and took a step from from the previous week. See Coach Mike DeGeorge. The five and one Mavs have won five straight as they return home to host UCCS and Regis this Friday and Saturday right here on the Team CMU Sports Network. The 23rd-ranked Cutterman Mesa women's basketball team started our MAC play with a road split this past weekend. The Mavericks fell in double overtime at 16th-ranked Cutterman Mines, 89-85 Friday with Olivia Reed tying a career high with 30 points in the loss. The Mavs bounced back Saturday with a 63-43 win at Metro State. Josie Stedman scored 17 points and hit four threes in the CMU win.
2: We were so tired from last night and that double overtime game. I felt like she had some fresh legs. And, uh, you know, in one of the plays, we're like, I think it's due, we're due for you to hit a three. And then she came out and hit two right in a row. So it's good to see her get her confidence back.
0: Mavs coach Taylor Wagner, CMU moves to seven and two, like the men they host UCCS and Regis this Friday and Saturday. Taylor at was in the
1: club Saturday, Friday, Saturday He was, night, he, wasn't he 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 was in the
0: club, <laughs> yeah. He th- and then went to the club and... <laughs> No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> the Warrior Challenge boys basketball tournament wrapped up at Central High School on Saturday with the host Warriors falling in overtime to Moffat County 59-55, handing the Warriors their first loss of the season. Grand Junction Tigers fell to Castleby 59-40 to get the day started. The middle two games, Palisade and Furtum won claim victories. The Wildcats are 3-0 and under new head coach Michael Wells, who says they're still a work in progress.
1: We're three games into this now. We're still trying to figure out rotations and lineups and... And, you know, who plays what well together. Um, I didn't think we were very good in our press tonight. Um, you know, we just got to keep building towards towards the playoffs, and that's kind of
0: where we're at. Wildcats are 3-0. Grad junction in Central 2 and one Palisade is 1-2. and two. The Fruto Monument girls basketball team opened the season with a perfect 3-0 and mark at the Uinta tournament. The Wildcats wrapped up the weekend with a 45-21 win over Uinta. McKenzie Moore led the way with 15 points. Liv Campbell added 11 for Fruto. The Palisade Bulldogs dropped their first game. And of the season, the finale of the Roaring Fork Tournament, they fell to Grand Valley 52-32. Grand Junction also lost their first game of the season on the final day of the Palmer Tournament, falling to Fountain Fork Carson 54-18. After scoring nearly 50 points in each of their first two, first two games, the Tigers made just three shots from the field against the Trojans. These Central girls open the season with a 1-2 and two mark at the Palmer Tournament, wrapping up the weekend by losing to the host Terrors 38-37. Central, Grand Junction, and Fruta Monument will host the uh, we'll, we'll be out at Fruit of Monuments. as the Wildcats host the Wildcat Invitational. Palisades at Glenwood Springs. More high school state football champions were crowned this past weekend in a 5A football. Columbine ended Cherry Creek's run of four straight 5A titles with their 28-14 win over the Bruins at Canvas Stadium in Fort Collins. The 4A title went to Erie after they beat Palmeridge 20 to 6 in Fort Collins and 3 in Pueblo. Holy Family defeated Lutheran 33-8 to, to win a state championship Lyman captured the 1A title with a 50-13 win over Strasburg. Stratton won the six-man title with a 69-14 win over Cheyenne Wells. And the Coddwell School of Mines football team moving on to the next round of the D2 football playoffs. They are two wins away from appearing in the national championship game again. The Ortigers beating Central Washington over in Golden on Saturday, 38-14. And that's a look at... What's happening? Brought to you by ComWest, your technology service partner... If you need IT help or a new business phone system or surveillance, call ComWest today, 970-242-8142 or go to comwestcorp.com. All right, uh, your thoughts on the Broncos loss yesterday. They're now 6-6. Six and, six, and we'll go through where they are in terms of the, the playoff picture right now. Also, your reaction to the four college football playoff teams as Alabama gets the four seed. They'll take on the top seed in Michigan. Washington's the two seed and they get the three seed Texas so that is your final four for the college football playoffs your reaction to that today on the Chick-fil-a breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340 Jim along with the Buckeye boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick studios we'll take a break we'll come back with more on the Jim Davis show on the team sports network we're gonna be here a while would you like to talk talk to me The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back. Jim and the Buckeye boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. And just back to the CFP thing for just a moment. I mean, Georgia was the number one team in the poll. They were were number one. Mm -hmm. They lost by three. I, I just I just don't know how you keep them out I, I just don't know how you do that <laughs> and and, say, and same with Florida State it's but then again how do you what, what do you do with the Alabama they just they played themselves into it mm-hmm. they beat the number one team they only had one loss Flo, Florida State goes undefeated you know, I, I just I don't know and with With Washington They're undefeated They did what they were supposed to do This is where The 12 team playoff Will help clean some We'll we'll clean up A lot of this
1: Yeah Because Right now At 12 It's pretty Right This season 12 would be easy Because there's 12 teams Either undefeated Or with two losses That are major
0: conference schools
1: i know liberty's out there and smu but But let's just be real let's be honest
0: guys that's not going to happen
1: but you know this year there's a lot of chaos at the top a lot of times there's a lot of chaos between 5 and 15 so who knows what's going to happen when that comes around teams are still going to get screwed because that's what this whole thing is about right i think as much as we talk about how this is a a tv show it's reality tv to where there's some legitimacy to the competition but you don't really know how people are advanced or not you know what i mean like you watch a reality tv show and you're like wow that person that person did the competition really well oh they're they're on the hot seat of being eliminated and oh they won the 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 thing but they're going home how that's what see the cfp committee i think is angling for like this is what's gonna drive the most conversation because now you're gonna have people hate watching you're gonna have ohio state and georgia and florida state fans hate watching but they're still watching like oh my team's better than that team like how tcu looked in the national championship game you had three separate fan bases last year go like well we would have beat georgia or we would have beat you know x team or whoever that's what you're gonna get again this year if somebody goes out and lays an egg if washington or texas or alabama absolutely or Michigan, any of those four teams lay an egg then you're gonna have florida state be like well we should have been given that chance but it's all it still clicks it's still eyeballs it's still ears that's what the cfp committee wants it's not the four best teams it is the most pairs of eyeballs
0: it feels that way doesn't it
1: yeah because it's not been merit-based like really in its entirety college football because how do when any given season there's a different number of teams in your divisions how do you crown a straight up national champion fcs does it because they have a tournament Division two, Division three, they do it because they they have tournaments. But also, that comes down to human element as well because there's regional rankings and at large berths and this whole thing. Professional, it's wild cards. It is the in the NBA eight, National Hockey League eight, Baseball six, most wins any given season in your league or division or conference. It is. NFL, teams with the seven most wins, and we have a definitive tiebreaker
0: because we have a scheduling formula. We have have a way to sort it all Mm -hmm. out that's fair and equitable. Yep. This is, like you said, it's a little bit like The Bachelor. It's a little bit of, okay, What it feels that way. Yeah. I'm not saying that it is, but it does feel that way. I should Mm -hmm. phrase it in that context. It feels like what's going to get the most clicks, the most reaction – and for those the team those teams that they're able to you know make their way into this yeah if somebody gets blown out you're right They're basically ohio state fans florida state fans are going wait a minute wait a minute mm-hmm. what about us yeah and ohio state even more than than florida state without jordan travis mm-hmm. because your your team is healthy your quarterbacks there Yeah, I I know. Transfer portal. Honda McCord, he gone. Transfer portal.
1: But, you know, if if Alabama goes out and loses to Michigan by 10 points, you know Ohio State fans would be like, we only lost by six in Ann Arbor. Yes. Rightly or wrongly, that's going to be a talking point. If Texas goes out and Michael Penix Jr. just blows their doors off, Georgia or Florida State fans are going to be like, well, why couldn't (laughs) we get that chance?
0: We would have we would have won that game. Yeah. So you got some reaction today along with the Broncos. Look, they people wanted Russ to throw the ball deep. Russ did that yesterday. It was completed to, just to the Texans yeah. a couple times. I just go back to early on. Sutton makes that play, not that, that decides the game, but boy, that, that sets the tone. It really shows that they can can challenge the Texans vertically down the field. And the ball goes right off his hands. I, I still I, I watch what they do, and I know people criticize Russ for checking down. A lot, it, a lot of it's the the secondary, but yesterday he tried to challenge the field vertically, and it did not work out. Line did not play well yesterday either. While well, Russ deserves some blame, that, that last interception, he's got to make a play. He's running for his line. He's got to go to the end zone. He's got to throw it to the end zone. He's yeah. got to hope something good happens. What else he's he supposed to do? Mm-hmm. He's you, running for his life. You watch the play. He's running for his life, which he did a lot yesterday.
1: You like your receiver's chances in that point if you're, you know, chucking it up for whoever's down there. But, you know, you have 16 seconds left. It's third and goal. Yeah, you could maybe throw it away and take one more chance. But at that point, you can't really blame Russ.
0: No, you can't. He's got to make a play. He's got to throw it to the end zone and hope something good happens. Mm. All right. After the game yesterday, uh, Broncos losing in Houston. Sean Payton talked with well uh, Dave Logan, who saw a chance at winning five straight state titles the night before. Dave Logan leads an interesting life. Coaches Cherry Creek in Fort Collins, mm. gets on a plane, flies to Houston to do the 11 o'clock game the next day. Yeah. But, uh, Dave, and that's Lo- just
1: this year. <laughs> inter- he's got an interesting life. Like one of six people to be drafted by three professional sports leagues.
0: Yes. And it was nice when they talked about the, uh, the consecutive championships, you know, Columbine ending the, the run of four straight state titles for, for Cherry Creek. Joe Romano, Palisade, yep. name got mentioned in that list of, Schools that have won four straight state titles. Good to see you. Uh, the post recognizing, but Palisades... the Mountain done, People. That's what the Mountain People have done in the past. All right. Anyway, after the game yesterday, uh, Dave Logan spoke with the uh, Broncos' coach Sean Payton.
2: Let's head down to the locker room. And talk with uh, the head coach Sean Payton. Sean, it's it's Dave Logan. Man, winnable game at the end. Even though you guys you struggled at times, over eleven and third down. What the last series of, of plays? Kind of walk us through that, will you? Yeah, look, we're, we're in kind of that. Once you're inside that ten yard mark, you know, you got four plays, you know, um, and they got to go to the end zone. So, look, yep. it's a shame we didn't get to the fourth play, but you know, we we were sloppy today. And in, in, in I told them after the game, I said, "Look, we we were awful on third down. Um, yep. We gave up explosives. That was something we talked about defensively." Uh, there, there weren't a lot of things we did real well, and, and that starts with us. It starts with me as the head coach. Uh, we didn't coach very well today, and that'll have to improve. Yeah, uh, one other thing you you, uh, you you mentioned your defense gave up explosives, and you have a what turns out to be a costly uh, personal foul penalty against Alex Singleton. So when you mention the word sloppy, I guess it applies on both sides. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of tape when we watch this come off and and a lot of frustration because in credit Houston, they came out and and played hard, but uh, we certainly uh, made it more difficult on ourselves. Yep. Sean, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you.
0: So there's uh, Sean Payton talking with Dave Logan after the game. So you look at uh, the playoffs right now, what – what how it looks in the afc so you have the dolphins at nine and three these are your, your division leaders right now dolphins leading the east ravens at nine and three leading the north jags are eight and three they'll take on cincinnati tonight here on the team at 5 30 eight and three lead the south the eight and four chiefs lead the afc west steelers uh would be in the playoffs right now it's seven and five the colts at seven and five in the South, and the Browns would be in your last team in at seven and five, but you've got teams that are right there with the Texans, most notably at seven and five. Broncos are six and six. The Bills are six and six. The Bengals are five and six. And uh, the Broncos take on a five and seven Chargers team coming up on Sunday noon pregame here on the Team Sports Network. As far as the NFC goes, Eagles are ten and two. They they lose their second of the season. San Francisco getting it done yesterday. And that rematch of the NFC Championship game, man, alive! Yeah, that was just a domination. Eagles were great in the first quarter, and then it was they adios. just couldn't punch it in. Yeah, adios after that. I mean, the the Niners were were dominant the rest of the way. Eagles are ten and two. They lead the NFC East. The Niners lead the NFC West at nine and three. The Lions are nine and three. Lead the NFC North. Um, the Falcons are six and six. They lead the NFC South, <laughs> which. It's There's gonna not, be a sub five hundred team getting the playoffs. It's just not a just not a good division this year, uh, the NFC South. Cowboys are nine and three, second in the NFC East, the Vikings are second in the NFC North at six and six, and the Packers uh with the win over Kansas City yesterday. Six and six. They would be in the playoffs right now with the Rams at six and six, the Seahawks at six and six, and the Buccaneers and Saints at five and seven.
1: You know what would be great? A fourteen and three Dallas Cowboys team. Actually, they would win the East at that point. A thirteen and four Cowboys team at a eight and nine Falcons team in the first round of the playoffs. They won, which wasn't five more that, games.
0: Wasn't that the beast mode game? Because didn't yeah,
1: wasn't that the Seahawks case?
0: Saints, I think it was. And the and the Saints had to go. Yeah, had to go there.
1: And they got beast mode.
0: Because they were the division winner. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks, that's why they got to host. They were
1: seven and nine. And then yeah.
0: and the Saints had the better record, though. And went there and lost.
1: And went there and lost because beast mode. <laughs>
0: 746. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Oh, we got sound check. I'm sorry. We have to get mm-hmm. to uh, sound check this morning. And we'll get your text coming up in just a moment on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast team phone line. That is 970-242-1340. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story and i need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen
1: i'm not going to indianapolis anytime soon but the next time i do go i want to go to st elmo steakhouse i've heard so much about it including the spicy cocktail sauce which the fellas at big noon kickoff took on on saturday
2: we welcome you back to indy and when you're in I, town the spot to go is st elmo's with that hyper yeah. horseradish infused cocktail Ooh. sauce light you up. the
1: trick is to go on the bottom with the less sauce it's gonna light
2: you up the whole shrimp Ooh. that's
0: good how is it up.
2: stone cold but it's eyes watering though yeah, there it is lit. there it is i know that man look. liner water first. <laughs> i know that look you see it you see it yeah, yeah. It just gets you in your nostrils. Oh. <laughs> Singes the nostril hair. Open up some sinuses for you. You want one?
1: Now it's Come Mark, Mark Ingram's Ingram. On, Mark. Get one, Mark. Come, on, Mark.
2: Come on, Mark Ingram. Oh, man. Get, get that, man. Oh, get, Mark. That get, get it, it right, there, right, hey. there, right there. Right there. Right this this there. This is legit, legit hot, hot. Get, get it. Hot, get hot, it. hot. Dive get into, it. into that, Mark. Oh, my goodness. No, no, don't shake you. it off.
1: Well, that's a bad decision, Mark Ingram. <laughs> bad
2: decision. You got some shrimp on your nose there. Don't sneeze on me, man. You got to need some water. Gonna light you, you up we get him some water. but well, I'm breathing smoke out my nose. Are you no? all right? Straight dragon. Be some milk. <laughs> Maddie, did you you some milk? the <laughs> nose. What you said, dragon? <laughs> <laughs> you all
1: right? Uh, you can see. After a couple seconds, Mark Ingram was trying to tap out. <laughs> like, nope, nope. Don't want any part of this anymore. Nope, I'm done. It's
0: too late. It's already I'm done. Already on the taste bud. All right, 7.48 eight. So we'll get your text. A reaction to college football. Playoff final four. Broncos losing in Houston yesterday. Denver still very much in the playoff conversation. But, boy, that was a loss that hurt yesterday. A game they did not play well and end up losing 22-17 to the Texans on the road. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. <laughs>
1: You are listening to The Jim Davis Show on the team, 101FM, 1340AM, Grand Junction.
0: Welcome back, 752. Jim and the Buckeye boy from the Bozart Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. The most trusted name in automobiles. Uh, your reaction to the Broncos loss yesterday. Denver slides to 6-6. Six six. They're still in the plath hunt, but boy, that's... Uh, well, you get seven and five. You get the the tiebreaker against a Texans team that is right there in the conversation. That was a tough, tough loss in a game where the Broncos did not play particularly well yesterday. In uh, that game, also your thoughts about the college football playoff final four with um, Michigan number one, and then you have Washington, Texas, Alabama uh, in the final four. So let's see. Um, got one from Kenny this morning. Hate to say it, but Ohio State is in the same boat as Georgia. Mm. Didn't get to the conference championship game, though. But yeah. that's that's not their fault. They play, which will change next year mm-hmm. with uh, doing away with divisions. With divisions, yeah.
1: It's similar but different, I think. They lost by twice as many, but on the road, not neutral site in their own home state. Yeah, I mean, same-ish. Yeah, yeah,
0: similar, but but not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And Georgia did get to their conference championship game. True. Uh, let's see. Bry Guy, good. CSU beating the Huskies in Vegas. The what Ra- a good Ra-
1: game for the Rams. Yeah, Rams
0: are 8-0. No, Nick Clifford got, that was a very questionable foul that he got, the fl- flagrant two that he got tossed on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad Jamal Murray's nagging injuries. Ugly Broncos not showing up until the middle of the third quarter. Agreed. A uh, very long text from somebody basically Florida State should be in. And we'll talk more about it because we'll, this is a very long text and we're running short on time this hour. Mm-hmm. And that's
1: kind of – it's got some points that we made this okay. morning about the committee backing themselves into a
0: corner. Uh, Let's see. Broncos edition. good. Chiefs losing to keep the Broncos only two games back, bad. Swiss cheese passing defense, 17 yards per completion. That was True. Ugly Singleton gifting the Texans a drive-extending first down the resultant in, in a touchdown mm. they lost by five. That is yeah. true. And you'll likely disagree, but I like the idea of the playoffs consistent of conference champions. You win your conference, you're in, you lose, you're out, simple. I do kind of like that.
1: I've, I've been saying for years that if you don't make your conference championship game, you shouldn't be in consideration in the first place. My team's benefited from that, but that still doesn't make me like it more. So I'm I'm about eighty percent on board with that. Yeah, I think we so. I think
0: you and I have both expressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're you win your conference championship game.
1: That's a definitive formula. So
0: obviously, I'd be on board. You've yeah. got your chance to to play for a title mm-hmm. in your conference. You win it, you should be in. Yeah, that means Florida State should be in. Alabama should be in. They won their conference championship. Mm-hmm. That's the reason they play those games along with. Oh, the money that's attached to it. That too. All right, we'll take a break. Around the NFL coming up next hour, the good, the bad, the ugly. Text us.